the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. How many patients with the COVID-19 have you seen? 1,450. Have you seen them at all stages of severity? Um, I try to prevent them from getting to the latest stage of severity. What is the protocol you generally use in order to do that? I use a three-drug protocol, which is a hybrid of uh, what was being used in the Far East together with what's being used in France, and it's hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc sulfide. sulfate. How did you know about this this trio? I heard about the the viral infection coming out of uh, the Far East in January, and then I started to progress to Europe, so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know it's going to come here. And I serve a community of 35,000 people that live within a square mile, and I knew that uh, sooner or later it's going to come here. And, um, you know, up to this point, the entire world has been focused on uh, building more ICU beds and respirators. And there's been zero emphasis on how to treat this infection in the outpatient setting, in the primary care doctor setting, so that it doesn't progress to such a point where a patient needs a respirator. But basically, right now, any patient that comes to a doctor and they have the COVID-19 infection, the doctor says, go home, drink fluids, uh, take time and pray. And if you get respiratory distress, go, go to the hospital. You may get intubated, develop uh, acute respiratory distress syndrome, syndrome, and have a 50% chance of dying. Uh, that's basically the paradigm that's being used now, which is not very uh, good. No. So I started doing research, and, and I saw uh, the different protocols. I also called my colleagues in Lenox Hill ICU, Lenox Hill Hospital in Manhattan, their ICU, and I asked them how they're approaching it, and they told me uh, they were using hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin, but only in the very sick patients. So I'm very familiar with these drugs. Azithromycin is one of the most common antibiotics used in the world, and hydroxychloroquine is a 70-year-old drug that I've used for two decades for patients for rheumatological diseases and for malaria prophylaxis. So I was very comfortable. I know these drugs. I know their safety profiles. I decided to make a, a cocktail uh, basically of uh, three of these drugs with modified dosing to reflect less acutely ill patients. And I started using them immediately, meaning um, if a patient came to my office, um, let me uh, clarify one thing. When I said I saw 1,450 patients with COVID, that doesn't mean I gave the medication to those patients. Um, I divided that group into two, uh, two groups. One is low risk and one is high risk. The, the low-risk group is basically under the age of 60 with no medical problems, and that was not acutely ill. And the statistics show that they're going to get better 99% of the time without any medication. So there's really um, no need to treat them except for supportive care and follow-up and make sure that they actually do get better. But for the high-risk group, which I'll define as over the age of 60 uh, with symptoms, even mild symptoms, or anyone with medical problems, and I also added um, anyone that looked really sick in my office, toxic, short of breath. And by the way, let me define medical problems as uh, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease. Um, those patients fall into the high-risk category. Now, high-risk means, depending on which country you look at, between 5 to 10% mortality rate. It means 
five to 10% of these people are going to die from the COVID-19 infection. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing that these high-risk patients are the ones that are succumbing to the pulmonary catastrophic uh, complications from, from COVID-19. So I decided that I'm going to treat these high-risk patients. Out of the 1,450, there was only 405 that I classified as high-risk, and I treated those. Uh, let me tell you statistically what we should have expected. Uh, 20 patients are dead, because that's 5%, and a multiple of that, probably around 40 on a respirator. Statistically, that was uh, to be expected. So my outcomes were two dead, unfortunately, and four on the respirator, which now those four are off the respirator, and also five admitted in the hospital for IV antibiotics and pneumonia, and most of them are home already as well. So that was a significant order of magnitude better than expected outcome. Now, let me tell you, I wasn't looking, I wasn't really planning to find anything, but you know, I'll give you an analogy. A frontline soldier, and he happens to stumble across some very important intelligence, very valuable information that needs to be communicated to the five-star general because that information could be used to win the war. That's how I felt. I felt that I, I just, and I realized what I, what I had. I, I realized that this is a game changer, potentially. Now, it wasn't that many patients at that time. Um, it was, you know, it was an, by now it's 14, 1,450, but at that time it was only around 100, so I couldn't come out definitively, but, I, you know, it was enough for me to, to make a YouTube video directly to the President of the United States because I, I don't have connections and I really needed to get his attention. So the next day, Mark Meadows calls me, the President's uh, incoming Chief of Staff at that time, and he expressed interest in what I was doing. I told him, and he asked me to keep him updated, and I, every few days I would uh, give him uh, updated statistics. And then um, Sean Hannity called me, and he read my uh, written protocol on the air. And actually, that evening, he had Vice President Pence on his uh, uh, television show, and he uh, told him about my protocol. And then uh, two days later, Giuliani called me, Mayor Giuliani, and I ended up doing uh, a 45-minute podcast with him. And after that, uh, the world exploded. What I mean by that is that I had governments calling me. I mean, <laughs> all of these governments uh, started reaching out and wanted to know, what am I doing? Because this is World War III. There's 182 countries fighting this virus. No one has a good solution except to build more respirators. You know, people are looking for a way to, to uh, deal with this problem, to, to mitigate these terrible complications. Let me explain how it works. It's important so, people, so the country understands that this is not magic. There's actually very sound basic science behind it, which is like, like this. I was saying that zinc uh, stops the virus from growing. The problem is zinc cannot get into the cell. So what does hydroxychloroquine do? One of its main effects is it opens a, a door, a channel, allows for zinc to go from outside the cell to inside the cell. And that's important because once the zinc can go inside the cell in the correct concentration, so then they can start killing the virus. And it's very important that you start treating immediately. It's like, you know, someone has influenza, the flu. They come, you have to come within 48 hours to get the medication because otherwise it doesn't work. It's kind of the same idea here. The sooner it's easier to put out a small fire than a large fire. 